Welcome back, everybody, to Coach JT Motivate Show. Happy Friday, happy Friday, happy Friday. Today, we're going to talk about high school sports. You know, we started this series on Coaches Talk. We had an NBA uh, Summer League review. Today, we're going to look at the youth sports and look at the review in the last 10, 12 months uh, since the pandemic. And what did we learn? What did we learn about youth and high school sports during that pandemic? So I read an article on the Positive Coaching Alliance, and they talked about some of the top top 10 things or factors that had to do with what has changed in the high school sports uh, over that time. And what we've seen is, is a drop in participation, you know, for obvious reasons. You know, during the COVID, there was a lot of restrictions. Parents not wanting kids to come out and play. Uh, coaches not able to play, schools not allowing coaches and players in the gyms or students in the gyms. Uh, but what are some of the results of that? What was the effect of that? Effects of, uh, you know, kids not being able to participate uh, during that time and the coaches as well. Uh, but before we get into that, again, this is Coach JT here in uh, San Diego, you know, being a high school sports uh, advocate, mentor, been involved for 30 plus years been in San Diego for about 11 years. And, you know, I've seen the sports scene and the basketball scene in particular really grow over my time here in the last 11 years. But one thing that I notice is true. I'm starting to see a decrease and maybe it's just, you know, I thought it was just my perception, but I see a decrease in participation in basketball. Uh, football too. A lot of the reasons for football are obvious with, you know, concussions and, uh, you know, you're doing the, with the PTSD, the CTE, uh, you know, that's very obvious there with the high contact helmet to helmet. But I look at the CIF state uh, statistics and look at youth, youth participation. Uh, it's at an all-time high. And with basketball being number four, uh, the most participated sport in the high school game. I'm looking at the boy stats right now. Uh, and it shows a number four, but there's a steady decline. So it's ranked four in number of participants at 47,000, but the numbers continue to go down along with football. And it's not just my perception, the highest increases in volleyball. You know, I, I'm a big advocate of our youth playing in multiple sports. I think that is something that has gotten lost somewhat in high school sports. I know when I played back in, High school, um, you know, playing in multiple sports was very common, right? And I'm seeing a lot more of uh, the young kids, the young boys and girls, you know, participating in volleyball, uh, wrestling, swimming, cross country, you know, track and field. I think that's wonderful. But what's going on in the basketball game? And some of the things that I've I've looked at and I've read online in some of the quotes is that. One of the biggest factors on kids not playing sports in general is that it's not fun. But what does that really mean? What does that mean? What is it? Is it the pressure to perform? Uh, you know, is it just for the fact that they don't have the time demands? So I put that back all the way to the beginning of my comment where we we're talking about what has happened over, you know, the pandemic. And some of the things that you know, we've seen is, is a lack of interest because they just don't have the practice time. 
you know, a lot of the lot of the young student athletes they have to practice on their own. Um, and what I found is, and what they're saying, and you know, I'm reading some of these stats online, and you can look them up. There's plenty of stats. I look positive uh, coaching alliance, uh, USA youth basketball, plenty of plenty of stats. Um, but you know, one of the things they learn is that there's a cost to a lot of the sports that the other youth play too as well. And with, you know, being in the pandemic and not having those, the excess funds that a lot of parents did not have, um, not even having that access, you know, you saw a drop in, in a, actually, you know, they're finding other ways to participate in other things. And again, that's a good thing because of their mental health. It's a good thing for their, just for their health in general. Uh, but in the basketball round, you know, I really want to look at a few things of why we're seeing a decrease in our game that I love so much. I don't have all the answers, but some of the things that I want to talk about today is the motivation, the mindset and the methods uh, that we're using and something we can look at as coaches in regards to basketball. So what are we doing as far as motivation? How do we motivate our, our, our kids and the young you know, student athletes to get into the game? You know, what collaboration, what values, uh, what techniques do we use? What do we value that we resemble, that we that we exemplify uh, and that our youth model that behavior to want to play in our sport? Uh, what are some of the things that you look at? What are the mindset? So they talk about uh, as far as youth sports and the benefits of it is, again, the mental preparation, uh, the social um, activities, the bonding the health and fitness, uh, the interaction. You know, basketball is the one sport that I've always found that you can bring a group of people together from different backgrounds, races, religions, to achieve a common goal, right? And that's the one thing that I love. It's the one time you get in that gym, we have one focus, and that is to build something together positive that that's in a winning mode, in a winning mindset through positive interaction and skill set and fundamental training. Right. And so a lot of that was lost during the pandemic. And, you know, what I'm thinking now, what I'm seeing now is that we got to really look at different strategies and how we look at the game to get them to come back to the game we love, which is basketball. Uh, what fundamentals are we teaching? And I look at myself as a younger coach into this game on the high school level continuously trying to to build and learn new ways and techniques and network with other coaches but more importantly try to identify who i am as a person and why do i love the coach and what is it like to be coached by me continue trying to learn continue trying to improve but the biggest factor in all of that or whatever technique you use as far as your method is the consistency and so when we find a consistency in anything we do in regards to teamwork and team effort, team building, you're going to find a more positive results. So when you look at your methods, your mindsets, and your and your motivation, you can use that business model in any sport, whether it's basketball, whether it's your corporate world, your your own business, which I found to be successful in my own personal my personal life with my career to re recreate myself and rebrand myself. I'm always looking at motive motivational techniques, which is my values. 
What do I value the most? And to try to model my values with the company I want to align with. You also have to look at that in terms of, in my opinion, with our teams and with our coaches. Have a value-based program is the way to build from a foundational standpoint, especially if you're a new coach. This is what I learned. What are our values? And that's going to get tested. (laughs) Believe it. It's going to get tested. You know, whatever you stand on your values and your principles, it'll be tested. But once your kids and your parents and your coaches are all one in line with your value system and your administration, I truly believe that you're going to have a winning organization. Right. The mindset and the belief and the positivity, that's the that's the framework. Have a positive mindset that's created around positive teamwork. Again, that just builds that brand that bonds it together with the other core factors that what you're trying to build again is a winning culture. Okay. So those are some of the things that I really feel, again, are very dear to me. Your mindset, your motivation and methods is the core values and trying and when you want to build a program. And I think that, and I really believe that if we get to that point, and especially if in my own coaching world, to be consistent with that, I see we'll bring more, more kids back to the game that I love, which is basketball. But I'm very excited to see them participating in these numbers here at CIF, uh, that the numbers overall that students are increasing, but they're finding out they want to play in other sports, which is totally good. Uh, we just got to be better at our game, okay? Uh, plus, this basketball game, if you look at the numbers – uh, this is a, a very lucrative business, and we're looking at by 2026, they say the youth sports market projections could be up to $77.6 billion. This is as of uh, a report from Research and Markets uh, that I read online, uh, researchandmarkets.com. And there's a lot of money in youth sports. So you have the effects of the pandemic with loss of revenue not being able to have access the stress of the overall the virus that's out there and on top of that you're having some youth just not having fun anymore so with all that being said there's an opportunity for everyone to succeed if we have a business model that's conducive to your methods to your mindset and your motivation so that's my thought for today This is Coach JT signing out on a Friday here in San Diego. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll see you next time on a Coach JT Motivate Show.